That's right. I'm your number one fan. I'm your number one fan. And that is the great band Muna. Muna. I just discovered them. Uh, Yes, Muna is an American electronic pop band consisting of Kate, Katie Gavin, Josette Maskin, and Naomi McPherson. And they rip it. They do it. Very cool. Um, I just look for a good song for... uh, the uh, the podcast tonight about fan films and there you have it so that is I'm your number one fan number one fan by Muna M-U-N-A so look it up they have almost 800,000 views on Vevo and YouTube so the uh, podcast the episode tonight is do you prefer fan films to the real thing now once again you'll say oh Will's being cheeky you know he's being cheeky <laughs> He's being silly, you know, of course I like the real thing, but really, really? Well, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of a lot of you out there are, are big fans of fan films, and so you like the fan films. But I guess the, the question I'm really trying to pose is not so much that, you know, are fan films of higher quality, you know, are they of better quality? Because we all know that's usually not the case. Though many of the Star Trek fan films, I'll go right there, you know, why why wait? Many of the Star Trek films are as good in production, are as good or better than the real thing. Or certainly just as good. So, you know, you look at that, and I go right to, of course, uh, James Cawley. You know, his his incredible Star Trek fan films. They, they were just amazing. Uh, and now... I'm pretty sure he still runs an official tour of the sets in good old, I think it's Taikarandoga, New York. That's a tongue twister, but it's in New York. I believe it's upstate, and it's uh, hard to pronounce. But uh, go there, and you'll enjoy being setting foot on the Enterprise, the classic 1701. Uh, NCC 1701, uh, Captain Kirk's, you know, uh, classic Enterprise. So, um, you know, he really... Uh, you know, evolved and translated that into a career and a business. But as we know, any, any you know, fans of those fan films will tell you how good they are, how great they are. Um, so many others, you know, and, and then you have, I know you have Marvel uh, or Batman fan films. I would, I would say that the Batman fan films are probably the most numerous, right? You, you probably will find more Batman fan films than any 
I know a, um, a high school classmate of mine, I'm pretty sure produced or maybe starred in one. I know I, you know, I heard about it in the local paper or whatever. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. I think it was, uh, his name is Chris. I'm pretty sure. And I was like, wow, Chris you know, did some kind of Batman fan film. I, I think he produced and or, you know, star. So that was pretty cool. Um, you know, and as, as a writer, you know, myself as a Star Trek writer, I was approached by several fan film productions to write. Um, and you know, I, I talked to them. It was interesting. Just so many sort of, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, elements, so many, uh, you know, issues with that. And now of course, what we have with CBS Paramount, you know, in particular that you, you can still do them. I'm pretty sure, but you can do them only 15 minutes. I think the largest, uh, the length should be no more than 15 minutes. And it has to be, I don't, I don't think it can be serialized. I think it always has to be a one-off. And certainly, I guess the most important thing is all the props can't be like made or bought somewhere else. They have to be official props that are licensed by like CBS Paramount. So that's a good way to keep the, uh, the money flowing and the uh, coffers filled, right? So... But I think ultimately, of course, they were they were pretty generous because they let it go on for years. They sort of turned their you know, backs or just you know, let it go and overlooked it. Never really celebrated it, if I remember. Uh, you know, they just they just ignored them, and um, you know now it's taboo because we've got you know Discovery, Picard, Strange New Worlds coming. Uh, you know, so and again, I mean, it is their intellectual property. It is CBS's. Uh, you know. Uh, and Paramount's IP, so you really can't blame them. You know, you can't say they're they're being uh, unfair. You know, really, it's legally binding. And certainly, if I remember, the last fan film that sort of put them over the edge was a hugely expensive. I think it was a million or more, and they had everyone under the sun. You know, every you know, for Voyager, Deep Space Nine actors, and it was like this is this is too official. You're, you're just going to, a little too far here. I can't remember what the name was, but I know it shook everyone up. And it, they had, I guess, released a big trailer, you know, and uh, that was it. <laughs> end of uh, end of story, end of the line, you know, red alert, red alert. <laughs> but um, the, the, the really foundational sort of philosophical question I guess I'm trying to tackle is, you know, do you prefer them or should I say, should we prefer them as fans? Meaning because since they're made by fans – you would imagine most of the spirit and the end product, you know, the, the spirit going into it in that philosophy, the end product is going to be pretty, you know, pretty, pretty great, pretty, you know, um, fan, uh, fan celebratory. Um, and I think many of the Star Trek films did that. I mean, I would watch these, these episodes and fan films and I'm like, just, I'm digging this, make another 10, you know, it was awesome. But then it was like, well, you know, it's kind of, you know, playing with the IP and it's taken limelight away and, you know, such and such. Um, and also I think there's something to be said for all that talent sort of going in that one direction in sort of almost a backwards way or a static way that they keep on, you know, um, serving up sort of clone treks, you know, um, though some of the ambitious ones tried to really do departures and, you know, they had starships and this, you know, the, uh, the Trek universe, but tried to really, make a departure. Um, that said, though, revisiting the Enterprise with James Cawley and that, you know, his Star Trek was amazing. So, um, but again, do we prefer them? I don't know if we prefer them, but we certainly celebrate them in ways. And I always thought that, especially now with CBS All Access or now it's a Paramount Plus, you can't keep track. 
I guess Paramount Plus that maybe they would sort of purchase them or allow them to be go to be on the platform and streamer so people could really see them. I know I guess most of the YouTube are gone or uh, you know I haven't checked lately, but I don't know if they're still on YouTube. Uh, you know, getting revenue or if they allow them, but I figured maybe you know CBS and Paramount would put them on the uh, on the streamer to have more content and to sort of you know uh, consolidate the uh, the Star Trek universe and put the fans all over one one big banner. Um, and not to neglect the other fan films, I know Star Wars had some great fan films. A lot of parodies more with Trek with uh, I mean with Star Wars with the great uh, Lucas uh, Lucasverse. Um, of course, a lot of Darth Vader parodies, um, just a general Jedi, I guess, uh, you know, and um, they're awesome. You know, they're just awesome. And then, the, again, like the Batman fan films, I would imagine uh, he's the biggest, uh, you know, in terms of uh, fan films. And I guess the easiest to pull off, even today with CGI and, and effects, if you do Superman and Wonder Woman, you're going to have to do a lot, you know, a lot more. But Batman, you can get away with a lot. And he's cooler and slicker in ways, you know. So um, there you have it. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of fan films. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. But again, I think it could be something can, it can go overboard. It can kind of stagnate creativity in ways. And certainly you can have some legal problems. But, uh, but you know, be careful. Keep making them. And cer- certainly parodies. I mean, I still run a, a website called Laugh Trek. Take a, take a look if you'd like at laughtrack.com and it's all parody and you know uh, funny stuff silly satire and parody and i think there's always of course room for that you know if people kept it to parody i don't think there would ever have been a problem so much but they want the serious stuff they want the true tracks the tracks of track so i want to thank you guys for listening i always appreciate it as usual you can subscribe if you're not already as a free subscriber, if you are, great. If not, you can do the paid people, the paid subscription. And, um, you know, just keep uh, the messages, keep the comments coming. They're well, well, welcome and appreciated. And live long and prosper. We'll see you soon.